Hey, everybody. You're listening to the Shit Talking Podcast. I'm Christina Previtt. And I'm Robin Ross. We are we allowed to see shit? I don't know. Whatever. Let's go. Hello. You are watching the Shit Talking Podcast. We're back. I'm Christina. And I'm Robin. And you are joining us for a top secret. I guess it's not so top secret. <laughs> top secret live production. Broadcasted to everyone. <laughs> it's only it's a, it's a secret to whoever's watching. watching. <laughs> Correct. Correct. You're in on the secret. Yes. So, so welcome. welcome. And, and what this is, is we're kind of letting you in on what we would call a production meeting. But really, the reason we wanted to do this is because we value you, our peanut gallery, so much. And we kind of want to know what you think about stuff. Like, we don't want to just make decisions about this show without involving our co-hosts. Yes. Yeah. Um, can you turn your volume down a little bit? Because I can hear myself and you echoing. That's the problem. <laughs> How about now? Sounds better. All right. So- Robin and I were just laughing before we went live about how we always seem to have these tech issues that are popping up. Like we oh. could be recording in the exact same spot, the same microphone, the, the same equipment, and it'll work for weeks. And then all of a sudden one day, you know, my video is frozen or her microphone's not working and it gets frustrating. And for that reason, we've talked about not doing these live. Because, well, for those reasons, but also because by seven o'clock, sometimes we're just tired and we don't necessarily want to do this live at 7 p.m. Although we really enjoy these and we enjoy doing them live because we like to engage with you guys, the peanut gallery. And if we record them, then we can't really engage with you. So that's sort of our dilemma. It sucks. It sucks because I mean, I think that we've had experiences where we've recorded a show. We've loved the show. We're like, oh, this is such a great show, but we didn't do it live. And then we feel like we don't get the same engagement. People aren't really into it. They're not watching as much. And I think that part of it is that you like, and maybe this is just in my head, you guys like engaging with us as much as we like engaging with you. So the live really makes a difference to you guys. And, you know, we think that there's like, um, you know, there's kind of like good and bad. There are pros and cons to all of it. If we were to pre-record, we can make sure there are no tech issues. And you guys have been with us on the tech issue ride. Like, right? Like, I think one time, like my Wi-Fi went, then I think your Wi-Fi went, and I had no sound, and I was echoing. Like, there's always like some sort of issue that we could take care of and give you guys like a really good quality, clean podcast without all of these problems, but then we don't get to go live. So, and if we went live earlier to solve the, you know, going late problem, if we went earlier, I just don't know how many people actually could engage with us live because they have lives. They might be at work still or, or just leaving work or, you know, putting dinner on the table So we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear from the peanut gallery. So for those of you who are live with us right now, can you just put in the comments, you know, if we did this earlier, like at six, I don't know, or five even, would you be able to come on and engage with us live? Right. Or um, if we were, because this was an idea that I had as well, like if we pre-recorded, and maybe hosted a watch party or did something like that with you guys so that we could still engage with you, but you know, you can't necessarily comment live on the show. Now, the problem with that is that your comments really propel our show. Like, yeah. you yeah. know, what you have to say and what you guys contribute really help. Like you're kind of shit talking with us and we don't want to do it by ourselves. So we're trying to come up with some solutions so that you guys, and we really do want to know what you think. Even if you're not watching live and you're watching this later on, throw a comment in and let us know what you guys think. Because, you know, would a different time be okay with you? Is a different day, do you think is better for you? Maybe Wednesdays are tough for you too. I think we're kind of all in this war together, right, Christina? Like, 
Like we all go to work. We're all tired. Um, I don't know if this is news to you guys, but this podcast is neither mine nor Christina's full-time job. So, you know, we both go to work all day and then we come and do this with you. Um, so how do you guys feel about it too? Like at seven o'clock on Wednesday, are you tired? And you're like, I really don't want to listen to two people talk shit right now. I don't know. Well, Steve says that live is by far the best. We kind of think so too. Yeah. Yeah. We feel the difference when we record versus when we go live. Yeah, no, we definitely do. I, I think we definitely see the difference. And, um, you know, we see the difference in engagement and I think we feel the difference in the energy. Yeah. Like as much as I love chatting with you, Christina, you know, I could like sit and chat with you. Um, I think there's definitely a different energy when we're live and we're getting feedback from people. So, you know, I think we want to continue that. So then the question would be, would you guys kill us? And I'm showing my oldness right now. I'm going to let you guys in on a secret. I'm pooped. I am so tired right now. I am so freaking exhausted right now. <laughs> so would you guys, you know, not feel that same energy if maybe it weren't at seven o'clock? Like maybe it's a little bit earlier. Maybe we go live at like six or maybe if we did it over the weekend, would that kind of be crappy for you people that want to spend time with your families? You know, well, I guess you should be spending time with your family at seven o'clock on a Wednesday too. So shame on you. You're not spending time with your family right now, but I don't know. Like, what do you think? What are some options for that? Well, I'm thinking ahead. Stop partying so much. Steve says, I'm thinking that, you know, I remember when we first started this, it was in uh, the third or fourth week of September, we started the podcast and it was still light out around at seven, right? Because we yeah. hadn't changed the times, the clocks yet. And I really think that makes such a big difference because it feels it's dark out right now. It feels late, even though it it's not like really bedtime. that late. Yeah, it feels like bedtime. Like I feel like I should be like snuggled up in bed right now, and it's really not that late. But it's like it's it's super dark out. I mean. For all of you people who aren't watching us on the East Coast, see what I'm doing there? Like our our big listener group on the West Coast. But I mean, for those of you that it's a little bit earlier, maybe you're not feeling it. But here on the East Coast, it's dark and it's cold. It's super cold. I have on a dress, guys. I'm going to tell you guys something. So for those of you that are listening to the podcast and not watching, I have on a dress, but I have on pajama pants under my dress. You can see my pajama pants because it's freaking cold. Robin, did you just show us what's under your dress? I did. These are my pajama pants and uh, and my slippers. You guys can see my slippers under here. But it's cold. I mean, I figure I'm just recording from the top up so I can be snazzy on top and then pajama pants on the... And they're Christmas pajamas to boot. So Mm. It is very cold here. I mean, it was 27 degrees earlier. It might be colder now. Yeah. But I think that that's part of it, too. So what about that as an option to our peanut gallery? What if in the winter we went live a little earlier and in the summer, maybe we go a little bit later? Maybe we push it back to seven in the summertime, you know, when it's light out and, you know, maybe we have a little bit more energy because we're getting all of that vitamin D from the sun all day as opposed to constant snowstorms. Maybe that's an option. Yeah, I don't know. We just seem very entitled, I'm thinking right now, complaining about, oh, gosh, I just oh, I just don't know if I can go on. Do you think that Tina Turner would be complaining about this right now? No, 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 she like, would not. The show must go on. And for the record, guys, despite our complaints, the show does go on. I mean, we do what we need to do. You guys, you know, you you pull yourselves up if you're tired and you come and join us every Wednesday and you talk shit with us, whether you're tired or not. I think we're all putting in the effort, but we want it to be collaborative because you're part of this show too. So we're not going to just change the time on you willy nilly and not tell you what we're doing or not tell you that's what we're thinking about without getting the feedback. Because if you guys say, look, why don't you shut up and quit your bitching and go live at seven o'clock on Wednesday, because that's what we want, damn it. Then you know what? That's what Christine and I are going to do. Well, 
Well, Steve says to do it earlier. Hmm. Who else is saying that? We're also going to post a poll on Facebook because we realize yes. everybody's not on here, but we want to hear what other people, because we don't want to change this to a time where basically nobody can do it. And we're just, you know, there's no peanut gallery anyway. Wah, wah. Right. We yeah. don't want that. We don't no. want that. So, you know, we obviously want your feedback on that, but here's something else that we want your feedback on. What topics do you want us to talk shit about? So there are so many ways you can get that to us. You can do it right now. You can let us know in the chat. There are some things that we want to hear you guys talk about. Um, you can send us an email at shittalkingpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can hit us up on Facebook. You can send us a comment there. You can send us a private message. You can do all sorts of things to let us know topics that you want to hear us talk about. Because one of the things that I think that we noticed in... I'm going to call it our first season so that we sound, you know, very snazzy prior to going on hiatus. And, you know, I would like some feedback from the peanut gallery about this too. I think that there were very friendly and amicable accusations that this show was a little bit man bashing, that we were bashing <laughs> men. You know what I mean? And while I didn't feel that we were bashing men, I love our, our male audience listeners. I love that they participate and give their feedback and tell us what they think. But I don't want men to feel like this isn't a safe space for them. So, you know, I'd like some feedback on that too. Do you think our topics are too female oriented? Which can be tough because Christina and I are both women. So that's what we think about. Those are well, the people like Steve must like it because they keep coming back. Well, maybe Steve is a glutton for punishment. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, those are some of the things that we want some feedback on, too. Um, you know, whether you think we can have topics that are a little bit more gender neutral or whether you think that maybe we go a little bit too far on the feminism bandwagon, which we're not going to go that far off of it because I think Christine and I are both feminists. So that's just that's who you're listening to. That's what our perspective is going to be. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, Christina? Do you think that we bash the men? I haven't felt like we've bashed anybody. I mean, I, well, first I'll say, I think we've just been very honest about our opinions, uh, which mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily answer your question. <laughs> It basically just means if we've been man bashing, we were being honest. I don't think right. so. We were honestly so. bashing you. We were we were not dishonestly. Not, Steve says it is definitely not a safe place for men. Oh <laughs> well, well, men that are pussies, it's not a safe place for. Right, that's Steve? true. You have to if you're a man, you need to have a pair if you're going to be on this show. It's for men who have a pair. Yes, you need to be ready for what's going to happen on this show. And I do think that our our male members of the peanut gallery, you guys hold your own. Like I I feel like you come here, you give your perspective and we love that. Like we love that you guys give your opinions about things and we can go back and forth and have a dialogue, which probably harkens back to the fact that we should stay live, right? Yeah, I think we do need to stay live. I think we mm -hmm. do. Okay. And but because of that, you know, guys, we are trying to build a following on our actual podcast. So if you guys could help us out and go on to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the podcast and rate and review it that would really help us that would that was that was good like you just you squeezed that right in christina well you I know like we're it. supposed to do that and i always forget and you know well that's because we're usually so busy talking shit that we <laughs> we we don't really think about the fact that we're supposed to be asking you to actually listen to the podcast and subscribe but that really would help us as well as far as, you know, getting more listeners and getting more peanut gallery and that, you know, getting more engagement. That so would really help us out with that, too. Absolutely. Oh, Steve's leaving. Bye, Steve. Hey, Mr. Steve. Thank you for coming. Yes. So should we talk about some of the podcast ideas that we've had? Because we've had so many. We haven't done all of them. Should yes. Should we hear those? Yeah. Well, this is a production meeting. So why not? 
So Derek wants to call in. I, I don't think we can do calls. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, the platform that we use, um, we can invite guests, certainly. And maybe if we had a topic that you were very interested in, we could arrange for you to come on as a guest and you could actually speak on the podcast. And I do think, you know, just as an idea point, I do think it would be cool to be able to actually have people like call in and we could take those calls. I just don't think we could do it on this platform. No, but maybe we can investigate some other platforms. I do think StreamYard has something new where you can stream to other platforms simultaneously. I hmm. Instagram, for instance, I'm not sure which other ones. So we should look into that and maybe we could stream live simultaneously, not just on Facebook, but Instagram or wherever. I know YouTube has a live streaming thing too. Oh, that would be a good idea. So maybe that's a, that's a good idea for us to look into so that we can yeah. have interaction that way, you know, of having people call in and give that their thoughts. And, yeah, that, that would be, be so fun. Yes. All right. So I'm going to just go through some of the topics that we have on our list here. And you guys just, you know, tell us what you think. I liked this one. Robin, you came up with this. Porn star secrets. Yes. So, <laughs> so um, in order to do that, though, we need to find a porn star willing to come <laughs> on to the show. <laughs> well, I have um, reached out to somebody and he knew someone, but um, I have to follow up with that contact. And then there was somebody that I found randomly on Instagram and I liked her page. I think I wrote it to her and I don't know if I ever heard back, but just because I liked her page, all these porn people started messaging me and I was like, I need to get off this page because they Store think Christina, yeah. that's why they were, that's why they were messaging you. You're like, I don't know what happened. I just yeah. happened to follow this one person. Well, because there's, there's people that like, if you're into and like, if you like this happened. I liked a Norway page. Right. Mm -hmm. And then all these travel agencies started following me and writing to me because they see me as a potential client. Yeah. So it was like that. As soon as I followed this porn star, all these other porn sites started following me and messaging me like, Hey, you know, want a date? <laughs> it's really and, like some big fat man, probably. <laughs> no. And I, I ask you then, how did you respond to this? I mean, did you want to date? What? Oh, Maybe God. this is what we should be talking about is exploring these DMs that you got I and what just, came of them. I just, um, I just deleted them. And I, and I realized where I came from because it was almost instantaneous. And then I had to unfollow her so that um, I wouldn't be getting all of these. So I guess note to self, um, Going on to Instagram and following a porn star is not the way for me to to fill that guest slot on this show. That might not be the best way to go about it. So good to know. Yeah. So yeah, be careful. Be careful who you like. I think that that's a life lesson for everybody watching the show. Be careful who you like out there. Maybe this <laughs> podcast should have been called Life Lessons. Hi, Melissa. <laughs> nice to see you on here production meetings slash life lessons don't follow porn stars. But we thought that that would be something that's kind of interesting because I think it's like one of those areas of, you know, one of those professional areas that there are a lot of misconceptions about or not. it. <laughs> or, right, maybe or not. not. Mis <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, but that's what we'll find out. If we can get someone to come on the show and talk about it, maybe we will realize everything we thought about the porn industry is 100% accurate. Like, I like, oh, definitely yeah. I definitely want to have somebody come on. That reminds me. So there's a, some kind of porn convention in F Miami in February. I can't imagine it's still happening, but I don't know. We were I, it was supposed to be this going. weekend. Yeah, oh, it was going to be this weekend, actually. Is, was it canceled? Did you yeah, look? I believe it was canceled. So one of the ideas we had was that we were going to go to the porn expo in Miami, and we were going to go live from there and let you guys know our experiences because- Christina and I, we both discussed that we have never been to a porn expo. And it might be interesting if we um I, I don't I don't want to say broke our chair. 
I don't know if we can broke say our that. Porn cherry. Yeah, that broke, broke our porn cherry together <laughs> by going to the convention no, porn and letting you cherry porn right and letting and letting you guys in on what we thought about it, like what it was like going. You know what was what was happening for those of you who also haven't been. Um, and we also thought that would be a great place to meet a porn star to come on our show. So. Yeah, we'll keep you posted on that. That I think that would be fun. I think we just want an excuse to go to Miami. I, I'm not going to lie. That, that too. That too. So another topic, being being content with discontent. And why are some people so okay with being miserable? Mm. I forgot we even had come up with that one, but I like it. I know. I forgot that too. We, we wrote a lot of these down. Um, you know, during our previous production meetings that you guys were not privy to. But um, these were some of the things that we we came up with that we thought you guys might want to hear about. Because I think we all know, like, that Debbie Downer or, like, that negative Nancy or whatever you want to call it. And you're kind of like, well, if you're so freaking miserable, why don't you do something to change it? Like, why don't you do something? And I'm not talking about people who have, you know, like, diagnosed clinical issues. There are people who are depressed. There are people that have, you know, a, a mental health issue that caused them to be in that state of depression. And there are some people that are just freaking, you know, miserable for no reason. Like they're just the Eeyore of your life where it's like, oh, you know, nobody loves me. And you're kind of like, well, dude, get out of your own way and do something about it. And why are there people that are just so happy to dwell in their own misery? I thought it was interesting. I don't know if you guys think it's interesting, but yeah, I, and you know, I think for me too, what that signifies is that statement being content with discontent is also like settling, you know, settling mm. for a life that doesn't light you up. You know, yeah. Settling for something that's just not really your passion. And I, a lot of people talk about the, that these days is, oh, I don't need to my passion. I need to live my passion. And sometimes it, it can sound a little spoiled and entitled, but I don't think that you should hate your life. You know, you right. should, you know, I, I think all of us would like to, and it would be our goal to get up in the morning and feel excited about whatever you have to do that day. Maybe not every single day and every single thing you have to do, but you should get up and have something to look forward to. Otherwise, what's the point of being alive? Wow. That got, that got very deep, very fast, Christina. Yeah, dark, a little dark. <laughs> we kind of went to a, what's the point? What is the point of life? Like, what's the point of it all? Well, you know what? If we can solve that one on this show, if we can, you know, come out somehow, we always say every week that we end up solving all of life's problems. But if we can solve that one and let you guys know the point of life, I don't know. I mean, I, I think if that doesn't blow this podcast right up, I don't know. What, I don't know. What <laughs> a lot of books on that subject, too. Right. Okay. Another uh, topic that we had, what guys wish we knew. And then we would invite a guy to come on and talk about this with us. Well, so, I think that would be a fun topic. And that would be a great topic to have a guest for as well, because obviously... I'm not a guy. I don't know if I'm telling you something you don't know. Christina's not either. So nope. it's a little difficult for us to speak from a guy perspective and to tell women what kind of things guys wish we knew or, you know, wish we would do or wish we didn't do. Like, I guess I can give an example of, I know, you know, I have this conversation with my boyfriend all the time that guys, some guys, I think some guys do, but like he legitimately does not understand the concept of me wearing shoes that are uncomfortable. Like he doesn't get it. It blows his mind that he's like, what? well, if, if they're uncomfortable, why are you wearing them? Like, I don't understand. Like from a guy perspective, that's the stupidest thing ever. I mean, it makes I'm, sense, right? It's logical. Yeah. But then I'm paying a shitload of money for a pair of shoes that are really uncomfortable. Can I think from a guy perspective. Like what shoes? Like I mean, I it, well, yeah, I mean, there are definitely, I have a pair of Louboutins that are not for any form of like doing things like they have like a, a three hour max that I can have them on. And I need to be seated for most of that time because they're just not comfortable. Like they're not comfortable at all. Isn't that ridiculous? I have a it pair, I think I have one pair of Louboutins. 
and they're the they're the ones that look like cork. Have you seen uh, those? Yep. Mm-hmm. I love them. And they're not as uncomfortable as some of the other Louboutins because I've tried other ones on in the stores and when when we could actually go to the stores and shop around like that. And I tried them on and they they were just awful. Terrible, terrible shoes to wear. And I, I knew like I'm not buying these. There's just no way. But there's one pair that I have. They're less uncomfortable than the others. Mm-hmm. But they sure do look hot. And isn't it ridiculous? I don't mean to like go actually into the topic. <laughs> but this is shit talking, right? Well, this is what you guys signed up for when you watch this show. This <laughs> is talking. But um, I, I mean, I think the easy, low-hanging fruit answer to that conundrum is that there's more emphasis on w- for women to look good, yeah. right? For us to look attractive. And if we have to wear uncomfortable shoes to do it, well, then that's just what we're going to do. I mean, I also think on some level, and, and maybe this is just like my own masochism, but on some level, like I feel kind of like a sense of accomplishment that I thugged it out. You know what I mean? Like, like there are definitely times where, you know, like I would do something that makes absolutely no sense. Like I actually remember being in Chicago and we were trying to go on some sort of ferry cruise or something. And I was wearing not the really uncomfortable shoes, but I was wearing another pair of heels. We easily walked like two and a half miles that day because we were trying to get to the the ferry and we couldn't find it. And then we had to go someplace else. And I really thought that the ferry was like across the street from the hotel, which is why I said, okay, I'm just gonna wear my heels. We're gonna like go in this little boat thing. It's gonna be fun. And so I wore these heels and where the ferry was supposed to be like across the street from the hotel, it wasn't. And they literally had us walking like Everybody who was directing us was like, oh, you catch the ferry here. You catch the ferry there. You catch... And we ended up walking so far. And literally, I'm wearing these heels. And I will say that when the night was over, I was proud of myself for thugging it out. Like, like I got back to the hotel and I was like, man, like you, you did that. Like you walked and kept up with everybody and didn't complain and no limping and no, and you walked in these damn heels for miles. Didn't you feel like your feet were on fire? I feel like not at the time, but like when I got back to the hotel, my feet were throbbing. Yeah. Like, and when you're like throbbing. that, don't take those shoes off. No. You have to put them back on again because it's not no. happening. And I that remember- was point. Like you can't. Like there was like it wasn't like I could sit and rest and be like, oh my God, let me just take these shoes off for a second because they would not come back. Like they're not coming back on after that. I will admit to you one time I was in Vegas and I had this problem and my feet hurt so bad. I pulled a Britney Spears. I took them (laughs) off. I took them off. I was walking down the strip barefoot. And I didn't care. Was I, I believe you told me a story about not only walking barefoot, but then leaving your shoes in the cab. Well, there was another time I was in New York city (laughs) And I had bought these shoes. They were like knockoff Yeezys. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, those Yeezy shoes that look clear. Yes. And I, they were by, I want to say Steve Madden, which I hope. I think I've seen that. Like a, a clear. Steve, yeah. I hope no one's a Steve Madden fan because I think they're junk. Uh, mm-hmm. Any Steve Madden shoes I've ever had were terrible. And, but I bought them. And they were so uncomfortable. I left them in a cab. I took them off. I think I might've had flip-flops or something because I was in New York and I was swapping out the shoes and I left them in the cab. Mm. So I don't know if they, you know what they say is one man's junk is another man's treasure. I'm not sure that if anybody else found those and, you know, they thought they were junk too. <laughs> hey, if if you're in listening range and you happen to find a, clear, a pair of clear Steve Madden shoes in a cab years back, let us know. You know, yeah. right to us. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yes. Maybe we'll have you on the show and you can talk about your experience of finding a pair of shoes in a cab. We can like, it'll be like a reunion show. You know what else I think is so uncomfortable? Spanx. Like the brand, Spanx. Yeah. Well, 
My issue with Spanx is that let's just be honest. Like I could go to Target and buy like the assets brand that's much cheaper. And to me, they're just as uncomfortable and work just as well. Like they suck you in just as much. So I don't know that it's worth the money to me. No, but I'll tell you what I like. And you and I have talked about this before is Skims, the Kim K Mm -hmm. brand for lingerie and stuff like that. Her stuff, her shapewear, I like. I've tried a bunch of pieces and the ones that I have, I really like. Well, this is what I will say. The, I, I have only tried a few of them. There's one bodysuit I tried that I really did like. It doesn't like really hold you in much. I don't really feel like it does that much. And then there's another one that was kind of like the high-waisted panty like thong thing. Here is my issue with that. It contains what I call a Kardashian cut which meant that it cuts so high on your hip that I was like, why is the thing cutting? Like, like literally I feel like it cut all the way up here. And I'm like, why is it cutting? So like, I kind of want to keep my hip in a little bit. So that made it a little uncomfortable for me. Maybe it's also because I just have too much side fat that just comes out of that hip piece. Like I need something to keep the side fat in. I know exactly what you're talking about, but if your side fat comes out, and I'm just thinking about how we have veered so far off of our original topic. <laughs> and here, and here we are, guys. And yeah. here we are. If this this is what would really happen at a production meeting, though. So if your side <laughs> fat is coming out, your hip fat, yeah, but it's still holding in your waist. Is that yes. what you mean by the Kardashian cut? Yes, because I feel like it. It does that to your waist and then it's making yeah. your hips like do this. And I don't necessarily need that because in my mind, I'm like, well, that's not really my hip. That's just my side fat, like cut a little lower, but maybe it's making my hip look like, or my side fat look like hip. Well, it's, you know, the Kardashians and they don't acknowledge this, but I think it's kind of obvious that they've all had some kind of augmentation, right? They've had like probably the Brazilian butt lift. Yeah. So what they do is they suck fat out of your waist to make it smaller, but then they put fat in your hips and your butt to make a really exaggerated hourglass. And that's what the skims thing is doing. Right. And, and I think that what I've come to terms with in my life, is I don't really need that. Like, I don't need that much exaggeration of like suck in my waist and then my hips do that. Like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a lawyer. I don't, I don't need to live. Like I just, I don't need it, but that's the one thing. And like, if I'm wearing it like at work or something, I feel like I'm constantly trying to like pull it down and it's, it's got to be it's got to be positioned exactly right. So it either has to be really high up on your hip or you have to pull it like all the way down. Otherwise you get like a weird line. Yeah, cuz I have that too. Yeah, and I I don't know how to reconcile that line. Guys. Maybe we should just That's do a whole episode on shapewear. <laughs> I really think that we should and we can always call it how to wrangle Robin side fat. Like that can be awesome. How do, how do I keep my side fat in with the shapewear? Like that's, Let's that's talk a little I mean. more about the title, Robin. Okay, well, <laughs> you know what? But this, this is what happens in a production meeting. We're going to work on it. We're going to work on maybe not calling it my side fat episode. Yeah. Like okay. pros and cons of shapewear. I don't know. We'll, fi- we'll figure it out. But you know what? If you guys have ideas for that, let us know. Yeah, let us know. You know, it's especially guys. You know, might not be a guy-oriented episode, but ha- that might guys be- Guys were shapewear too. Yeah. You could get like a man girdle. They, that's true. That's true. I know some people who have worn those things. I won't say any names. All right. You know, when, we, when we go off. Yes, I'll tell you later. So um, other topics. What we do for love- and then the one right after that is what we do for money. Sometimes they're one and the same. Sometimes we could we could certainly talk about the overlap of those two things. We could. Okay, a couple more topics. Something about the end of chivalry, like something, some discussion of chivalry. Is it dead? Is it not? 
I feel like we kind of did that, didn't we? I mean, I sometimes we have these topics and I feel like they merge into another episode where we start talking about these things. Because I know I very distinctly said on this show that I am a huge fan of chivalry. Like, I'm, I'm a fan. I like it. I think it's nice. I don't think that there's an issue with a gentleman being a gentleman and a lady being a lady. I don't think that that makes you, like, weak if a guy opens a door for you. Um, but like, I would be curious to, you know, maybe have a longer show about that and get some feedback from you guys, especially since we're going to be live and having that back and forth. I'd love to hear what you guys think. Cause I know there are some really strong opinions on that. Like there are some women that get pissed off if you hold the door for them. Yeah. Like, legit ticked off. Like, how dare you hold the door? And then there are people like me that I'm like, oh, that's really nice. If you open a door or, you know, you open a car door or, you know, you come around and bring an umbrella or drop me off at the front of a restaurant. Like, I think that's nice. Yeah. I, I definitely have a lot of ideas about that subject that I won't start getting (laughs) into now because it'll turn into, it'll turn into another show. We might've talked about this a little bit. Do we still need feminism? I think we did that one. Did we? I think we did. I usually check it off when we did it. Maybe I'm a little behind on my. Are you doing it from the cloud list or from a physical list? Oh, yeah. This is the cloud list. Well, but a lot of these subjects sort of, you know, show up at different times. Right. In our different episodes. And then how to say no and when to say yes. But I think when we did that, we had some tech problems, didn't we? So we never really got that off the ground, did we? Yeah, I think we started talking about that one. There, I mean, there were a few that we had, that we had tech problems. And I think that that was one of them that we started talking about, you know, how to say no and when to say yes. And that kind of got like, you know, wah, wah. And then um, the New Year's resolutions, we had some yeah. tech problems there too. New Year, New Year, New Year, New You, is it bullshit? And I didn't upload those episodes to the podcast platform because it, there didn't seem to be a point because we it ended abruptly. So I think mine's going back to that again. Oh, and then the last one I have here in my notes, which I really like, vagina owner manual. <laughs> well, that I think that is because Christina did me the distinct favor of letting me know that my vagina gets old (laughs) and that there are all of these things that I need to be doing to keep my vagina young. And meanwhile, I'm sitting here going like, is there one more thing I need to worry about? Like I'm already worrying about like bags under my eyes. I'm already worrying about like all of these other things. I bought eye cream because like I'm sitting here and I'm noticing when I smile, I get puffy. I worry about that. And now I'm like, oh, and now I have an old cooch. Thank you very much, Christina. Well, but- it didn't really come for me. This was, yes, Melissa, she's uh, exclaiming here that what? Yes, it's true. I mean, it makes sense, right? I mean, if your face gets old and you're worried about wrinkles there, I mean, why wouldn't you get, you know, problems elsewhere, everywhere, right? <laughs> it doesn't just affect your face. I interviewed a urogynecologist. Um, Betsy Greenleaf. And I've interviewed her a couple of times for other forums. And she was telling me all about, you know, what happens to your vagina as you age and hormonal impacts and how you can actually treat that. And you can. And I, I just think that it's something I wasn't aware of. And I think a lot of other women aren't either. So maybe we could have her come on and, and talk about that stuff. I I would be happy to do that as long as she is prepared for my outrage, because I'm not ready to talk about my old vagina. Like, like I I'm just so I'm befuddled and I want to know, I would like to know, and she could probably answer this question because I feel like gynecology aside, she would know. Like, do penises get old too? Like, should they, should like guys be putting wrinkle cream on their penises? Like, what, what, like, do they have to worry about this? Or is this just yet another thing that because we're women, we have to worry about and they don't? Well, I think they, there may have been some mention of that, but basically, 
every, all of us, whatever body parts we have, they start to droop and drop and sag everything. But, but literally because of age, I could be in a position where I have to put like mesh in my vagina to keep all of my insides from falling. Like, come on. That's, well, actually, that's a lot. That's a you lot. should listen to my recent interview with her on Wake Up Call. It's the most recent episode episode number 64. I'm just going to plug it right here on okay. wake up call. I interviewed her and we talked about the mesh because we only see the commercials. You guys have probably seen the commercials where lawyers go, they come on and have you been injured by a pelvic mesh? I call and it the screen door commercials. Cause I make oh. me think of the screen door. Cause it's like That's the mesh. True. Like, I don't know. I feel like they're like cutting a little piece of screen door out and then they just shove it up your hoozy box. Well, she actually goes into quite a bit of detail in the interview about what it, how they do it, what it's supposed to be accomplishing, and that it's actually not as dangerous as these lawyer commercials would have you believe. It does serve a purpose. And she explains sort of how that it came to be that these this mesh was villainized and how they have fixed that. And on another topic related to that, she also talks about estrogen because a lot of people think that estrogen causes hormone replacement therapy, mm -hmm. that it causes cancer. And it's not totally true. So she talks about how that came into um, to become a prevalent misconception and that it's actually safe to use estrogen. And the, the this all makes my head spin. No, I mean, it's, it, I thought it was so fascinating and, and I really want people to, I, women, I want women to know that you can get estrogen therapy and it's not going to cause cancer, but basically the caveat is you have to use natural hormones, not synthetics. I mean, that was, I'm sort of giving away the, the, you result. are, I feel like, no, I feel like you, you got to save something for later, Christina, yeah. like you're giving, you're giving yeah. away all of the milk. And well, they're not going to buy the cow. Melissa, if you want, I'm not going to tell you whether you need Botox for your vagina. You're just going to have to listen to the episode and you're going to have to, you know, see what she says about that. Uh, Melissa says, isn't pelvic mesh for a prolapsed bladder? Well, mesh you can use for different things. But basically when, you know, things start kind of moving around down there and especially if you have had children which Melissa, I know you have. So mm. I don't know if that gives us a pass, Robin. In my mind, it does. So I feel like yeah. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> and, and what that's telling me is don't have any children because then you're going to have to put a screen door in your vagina. Yes, pretty so, much. You know that's what? That's the, that's the takeaway, guys. I'm don't have kids or a screen door in your vagina. That. We're going to quote that. <laughs> you're going to see that on social media later. Don't have children. Or you'll have to get a screen door in your vagina. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, you you can't say that. You know what? This show is nothing if not educational, guys. It is nothing if not educational. We're <laughs> dropping pearls of wisdom to you yeah. right here on Shit Talk. <laughs> oh my God, Doctor Greenleaf is going to see that and go, "What? <laughs> what is she?" I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. What what happened there? You know what? Maybe I should stick to, to the law. Maybe, maybe the medical area isn't really my field. It's, I it's your interpretation. It's like art. It's your it is. interpretation. It is. Right. It's all subjective. It's how I'm looking at this. So. Yeah. Um, but, I, but also I want to say too, for the women out there, don't be afraid of menopause. I can't even believe I'm saying that because I don't feel like I'm old, but I guess I am. Uh, cause it's, not that far away, but, um, I digress. So you really can sort of undo all of the effects of menopause just by taking estrogen, which is very good news. Very good news. No, that is good news. That is good news. And I think that that's probably something that she can, you know, Dr. Greenleaf can elaborate on maybe. And, and, you know, because I think a lot of us, especially women of our age, you know, Christina and I were around the same age. So it's kind of like women of our age group. We, we do kind of have that fear of like, you know, we know it's coming and it's still kind of far enough away where we're not overly concerned about it. But like, 
you know what's coming and you're kind of like, oh, like I don't want to go through that. I don't want to go through menopause. And I think for a lot of people, it symbolizes to them like almost the end of like womanhood. Like I'm like, I'm old, I'm dried up. I'm not like really a woman anymore, which I think is kind of a sad way to look at it. But I think a lot of, of women do either consciously or subconsciously look at menopause that way. Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's just so many... Uh, I saw an, uh, there was a New York Times article that called it the middle-aged puberty because there's all these strange things happening to your body, right? Like puberty, true. right? You start, your body's changing. It's turning into an adult and it can be kind of freaky when it's happening. Yeah. And then, but then you grow up and you get used to your new body and you have it for decades. And then at least for women, I don't know if there's some sort of male menopause there's not maybe we could ask dr greenleaf about that but um you know it's like a it's like a middle-aged puberty where your hormones are changing and and it has an effect on your body that so it kind of can feel a bit foreign to you i mean i'd be fine with the no periods thing but other than that, they can keep the rest of those menopausal symptoms. Yeah, I don't even want to go into them. Dana, it's scaring me too. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you, Dana? Well, I don't know. Me, I don't know if she's old enough to be scared, but well, it's well, gonna I mean, happen at some point, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like not to bring it to a morbid place, but it's kind of like death. Like it's gonna happen. So why be scared of it? It's going to happen eventually. We're women. We're going to go through menopause eventually. So we don't want to fear it. But I certainly think if there's something that we can do to, you know, to mitigate some of it, you know, where it's like you don't go through as much as, as you know, your mom or your grandmother had to go to through because there are things we can take or there are, you know, hormonal supplements that we can take that aren't dangerous for us. That would kind of be good to know. I mean, if, if the science and the medicine's there, why ignore it? You know, why not take advantage? Yeah. That, I mean, that's how I feel about Botox, right? It's technology that's there. It's science that that's there to help us look good for as long as possible. Why not use it if it's there? Right. Oh, I agree. I agree. I haven't gotten any yet, but I definitely have seen many of photos with my wrinkled forehead where I'm kind of like, I don't know. Well, my forehead looks good, but I have to maybe get a touch up because I feel like when I raise my eyebrows, I get these lines here. Right. You're supposed to be able to raise your eyebrows, Christina. But you know, you know what your good doctor always <laughs> says to you is that you always want to go overboard. And then Dr. Asadi says to you, no, I'm not doing any more for you. But does that look weird? Like when I get really excited, I get these little lines right above the arch of my eyebrow. I feel that had you not pointed it out, I wouldn't have noticed it. Really? I feel like, yeah. I Well, so when you have StreamYard, obviously, it's like Zoom. I can see myself while I'm I talking, know. which is very dangerous. Well, I, I think that that's probably, I, I wonder, you know, maybe we can, we can have, um, you know, a plastic surgeon or maybe have, you know, somebody, because I would be curious to know, you know, maybe some secrets of plastic surgeons as well. Like, you know, we talked about porn star secrets. What about plastic surgery secrets? Like, I kind of want to know, like, the things that, you know, might be misconceptions or things that we think can be fixed or and really can't. Like, I, I know people go into their offices all the time with these, like, crazy, unreasonable expectations of, like, this is what I want to look like. And they're kind of like, that's that's yeah. not possible, you know? Well, I'm interviewing a plastic surgeon for my hashtag Fem Doctor series. Mm -hmm. other podcast for wake up call. And I will actually, I think I might be interviewing her next week. So I will ask her if she'd like to be a guest on shit talking and talk about some of that stuff. Yeah. Cause I think that would be fun to talk about that or like, or even if there's been a huge uptick now that everything is virtual and we are looking at ourselves on camera all day, you know, whether people have kind of, you know, started going in and wanting little tweaks because Usually during your workday, you're not on Zoom or you're not on something where you can literally just see your face in front of you all day. I'm wondering if people, you know, having that exposure to themselves because of this pandemic has caused, you know, more people to come in and ask for like, you know, maybe a little needle here, maybe a little tweak there because you're seeing your face all day and you're realizing all these imperfections or your own perceived imperfections, which a lot of much like your eyebrow thing that nobody perceives that but you. 
but you know, your own perceived imperfections that you kind of want to go and correct now. I'm wondering if there's like, there's been a boom. Yeah, that, that would be a really great topic to talk about more. All right. Well, I reached the end of my list. I think maybe um, this is a good natural place for us to end this episode. What do you think, Robin? I think so. I feel that we had a very productive production meeting. Yeah, I even though like maybe only 15 minutes of it was no, <laughs> maybe a little right. more. And like, and the rest of it was like, oh, let's talk about like, you know, life and vaginas and Robin's side fat. You know, that's where you get other ideas, right? That spring from that. It is. So it you is. guys, for whoever's left here, please, if you think of a topic you would love, thank you so much, Melissa. I hope we'll see you next week. Um, if you guys think of a topic that you'd really love to hear some shit talking about, please let us know. You can, if you know Robin or I, you can just send us a text or an email. But if you don't, you can also just DM us on Instagram or Facebook at shit talking. And mm -hmm. please follow us on Instagram and Facebook and check back often to see what topics we have coming up and we'll let you know what decisions we make about if we're going to change the time slot. Cause right now we're live every Wednesday at 7 PM Eastern standard time. So we're going to post a poll on Facebook to kind of yes. get a sense of if people want us to just keep the Wednesday at seven or if another date and time would work out better. So if you'd like to participate in that poll, please um, look out for it on Facebook. And Hey, if you're watching now and you haven't seen some of our previous episodes and you want to catch up on them, you can watch them on our Facebook page. You can also watch them on our YouTube channel. So you can click subscribe on our YouTube channel and you'll get all of our episodes there. Or if you're happy to listen, maybe in the car, maybe while you're working out, like Christina said earlier, head over to uh, wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Apple, whether it's Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, and you can subscribe and listen to them there. We would appreciate uh, likes, comments, and reviews. Yes. Thank you, Peanut Gallery. We love you guys. And you can find all these links on in the bio on Instagram. We have a link tree. And you can find We're fancy. Yeah. And you can find it on Facebook too. Cause I hate when people tell you to go find stuff and then you can't find it. <laughs> so, <laughs> we make point. it easy. Make it easy for you. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for joining us today. And we'll see you next week. Bye.